Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So, another one of these short, long shows tonight. Uh, well, a little shorter than usual. Um, we got His Dark Materials, episodes 5 and 6. And we've got uh, Kindred which we'll be discussing two episodes tonight because my dumbass did not realize that the entire thing dropped. Good Hello. evening, my co-host. Did I call you dumbass then? <laughs> you, you can call me a dumbass. That's right. I called myself no. already. No, I know. I meant because you just said it. I was just laughing because you said that. But, uh, but no, um, that's okay. Hey, how far I'm behind? I haven't even watched any of season two of His Dark Materials, so... <laughs> I can't say anything there. Yeah, I to- totally missed the part when you guys were talking about it, that the whole thing dropped. There's no yeah, way I've been able to watch all, all eight episodes well, anyway. Actually, I'll be honest, it confused me that it did, because it, it's advertised as being, to begin with, an FX show, because they made it. But right. I don't even know if it's on FX at all. It's just, I think, on Hulu, as far as I understood, from what I could gather well, from what the ad... FX, I think it's probably like um, American Horror Stories, which is not on FX, just produced by FX and only shown on Hulu. So I, I think it's one of the. But but that's the funny thing because yeah, American Horror Stories was was weekly. Yeah, yeah, that's no, why it's not. I'm confused that they did that. I mean, it doesn't matter, but it is it is made by yeah. FX at any rate. No. Yeah, that's 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 what threw me though. I was like, oh, it's on Hulu, so it's weekly. <laughs> yeah. Mm, no, I thought it would be too, but no. I got people messaging me. Um, but anyway, so uh, well, if Karen Karen's not here yet. I haven't seen it. No, it's, oh, there she is. She her 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 ears were burning. Oh. Hi, Karen. Hello. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you? Good. Tired. <laughs> I'm always tired. What else is new? How are you? Yeah. Great. Great. Oh, okay. Busy day. You know, busy time of year for everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah. At least now I have a legit reason to be tired, right? <laughs> running around yeah, doing right? everything else. So. Everybody's running around like a maniac. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, but I made it. We got a couple things tonight. What were you guys talking about when I joined? We were uh, then I'm a dumbass. About what we were going to talk about. Oh, God, my <laughs> iPad's doing all screwed up things again. I can't wait for um, Christmas and I have an iPad that doesn't tap on its own without somebody touching it. It'll be so nice. <laughs> I'm ready to we, throw we it basic- in the fire. Well, I don't have a fire, but I'm ready to burn it somehow. We, we were basically talking about how I how since it was on Hulu, I didn't realize that it was going to be uh, – Dropping all at once, I just assumed, oh, Hulu, and it's going to be once a week. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should, have the, yeah. I should have all of it watched by next week, though. I'll well, be able I mean, to watch. You know, does sometimes, like, like American Horror Story drops weekly on Hulu, right? Because that's from Right, FX. exactly. And they're both made by FX, so that's why I got even more confused. Yeah. Everything's yeah. different, you never know. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you guys if you were going to watch, and I haven't seen it yet. I've tried to get screeners and can't, but are you going to watch The Last of Us or at least try it? I want to see it. I am. That, that's also based on a video game, right? A zombie video game? Yeah. 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 I mean, yep. 
I, I, I think I'll watch it. I was, I mean, I found Halo to not be a particularly great show. Um, but The Last of Us is kind of different. I did, I did read some, like, there's The Last of Us and The Last of Us 2. I read, like, some problems with that game or whatever. But, you know, story Yeah, about, I, but it sounds cool. When does yeah, it come out? And what's the channel and stuff? I returned it. it. It was too much for me. <laughs> but, oh, you uh, returned it. Yeah, well, because I got it used. You could exchange it. Um, I played part of it. I liked it. But then I started reading all the things you had to do in it in order to get through, like, killing dogs and torturing people. It's a, <laughs> it, it's a really dark game. Let's just put it that way. But I think the show is going to be good. But I don't want to play it as a video game. Um, <laughs> At least the second yeah, one. Party, oh, crap. Our, Guys, I will call you right back, the game. okay? My uncle is calling on okay. the phone. I will call you right okay? I'll be there. Okay, yeah. Time. Okay. Yeah. Artie, Artie plays it, AJ? Yeah, he's a huge fan, um, and he's he's very very excited. Do you play it? Did you kill a dog in that game, AJ? Because you could just hang up right now. I um, when I got my PlayStation Four, it was the free game that came with the PS Four was which was uh, oh yeah, and I played it for about twenty minutes, and I never played again. <laughs> I was like, hey, it's oh, the free game, here. let's play. Yeah, it's not really yeah. my uh, type of game. Yeah. Well, I don't play it at all. But, I mean, it seems like it could be a good show and it, it, yeah. you know, maybe a different take on the zombie genre that might reinvigorate our interest after the long slog that has been The Walking Dead, right? Well, yeah. I mean, according yeah. to Artie, like, not only is, you know, not as, he, he enjoys the gameplay, but he says the story is so good. Like, there's a, you know, yeah. a very detailed story uh, in the game, so um, and I mean, uh-huh. I mean, I, you know, I mean, it, the, the main, um, Joel, the main, one of the main characters is, is Pedro Pasquale is playing it, and uh-huh. the, uh, the main female lead, Ellie, is being played by, and I'm blanking on her name, but she played um, the little badass on Game of Thrones, um, oh, Lady, uh, uh, yeah, Lady Liana, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that, yeah, Jor- she Jor's was... nephew, or, uh, yeah. nephew, yeah, his cousin, Jorah's cousin. Yeah, yeah, Lady Mormont. Liana, Mormont. Mormont. Yeah, and she was briefly in, um, his art materials, right? Last yep. season? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Great little actress. Yeah, so, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. Great young actress. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so she's gonna... yeah, when does it come out? Oh. Do we know when it comes out on what I channel or whatever? I don't know the premiere. Know? I think it's, I think it's HBO. Uh, the Last of Us, yeah. Last of Us. Yeah, it's HBO. I want to say the 14th of January. I'm not 100% sure. That's from yeah, memory. Yeah, I know it's I soon. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. sorry about that. We were trying to get a hold of my uncle, and I was using okay. the other phone, so I had to switch off. All right. But... All right. Well, do you want to talk about Kindred now, or yeah, yeah, I let's talk about that first. All right. Well, why don't you tell me what you think first? Why don't we AJ? AJ's only seen what? How far did you go? Oh, that's two right. episodes. Three episodes. One episode. I've seen, so, I've okay. seen two episodes. <laughs> um. It's definitely, you know, it's funny, actually, I'm watching the first episode, because, you know, it's, it, it all makes more sense now, because I saw Karen's text, and she's like, oh, Kindred was so good, and I'm like 45 minutes into the first episode, and I'm like, 
it's intriguing, but what does she think is so good? <laughs> and then once I found out the entire show dropped, I was like, I was like, I was like, I think she's watched more than one episode. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's very intriguing. Um, Kevin cracks me up, uh, you know, because in episode two, um, he gets taken back with her, and he is just beside himself. He don't know what to do. Like, she's, you know, she's the one that's, you know, got to act like she's a slave, and she's doing a better job handling things than he is. <laughs> and the, yeah. Yeah, the episode ends with, with him listening to his uh, to his iPhone and taking pictures. And I'm thinking, this is not going to end well. Somebody's going to walk in I and be like, why. what the hell? But, yeah. yeah, I just got yeah. to say, one thing that I really liked from the beginning is the fact that they didn't go forever um, of her, like, saying she's not to not believing her, which is what I thought they were going to do because they always do, and I was happy they didn't. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I just was going to say that. No, sorry. Um, yeah, it's definitely intriguing. And, and you know what? I think, I mean, I could be wrong, but I feel like this is going to be one of those shows it's not about how is this happening. Like, I don't think we're ever going to get the answer of how is it happening. It's more of why it's happening. And clearly it has something to do with Rufus because she saved his life, what, four times in the first two episodes? Once as a baby, uh, once the drowning, the tree, and I feel like there was one other time that I'm not thinking of. There was a, there was only oh, the fire. The fire. The fire. Yeah, so she saved his life four times now. Um in the first two episodes. So clearly Rufus is the key to her uh, leaping, <laughs> for lack of a better yep. word. Yeah, for lack of a better word. Could you, yeah. AJ, before we get too far, could you remind me, so Kevin, in the second, so you say leaping, I, you know, I was going to say blooping. We always say blooping. Blooping you know, works too. Kevin bloops. Kevin bloops with her the second time, and he goes back to the plantation. And could you just remind me where we get in terms of Kevin's relationships with the people and, and where we leave that? The two um, of them? Like, like I said, the, the episode actually literally ends with him listening to his headphones and taking pictures of the room. She is locked in the attic with the other slaves. Okay. Um, and... He plays the piano. Because the wife, Margaret, is like, you can't sleep here. Your slave can't sleep yeah. here. We don't allow yeah. that in your house. She'll be very comfortable upstairs, and then it's like the shitty room in the yeah. back. Oh, we have, some, okay. we have some of the best accommodations. Not, yeah. Not she, yeah. Did she meet the person from the past without – I think she did by now, but I don't want to say that. I don't want to spoil him. Wait, what did you say? Did meet somebody? The people did Dana has met? Yeah, okay. Dana met her mother. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, she meets her mother right away. Oh, I just thought of something. Yeah. I think I know I think I, I know what triggers her going back to the present. Anytime she's attacked. The present. First time she went back the first time she went back, um, her mother screamed and, and went to attack her and she, she came back. The uh, the guy in the woods attacked her and she came back. Right. So she just has to have somebody attack her. All right. At least that's what I'm saying. So uh, the first two episodes, that's what it seems like. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely uh, interesting. Um, I, I'm not going to say you know, anything because you will see her be out. like, I'm not going to say anything because you will see a scene where she's like, hmm, I keep looping back. What makes me loop back? Yeah. Right. So um, she'll figure she, that out. She puts two and two together. Um, yeah. So, 
Uh, yeah. So, um, I, I mean, I really so. 20 at AJ, you're like, oh, what? I mean, it's good, but why is Karen saying it's so great? She must be ahead of me. And I kind of agree with you. Like, the first episode was, like, intriguing, and I wanted yeah. to watch more. And then when you get to the second episode, the end of the second episode, I don't know if you feel more like, oh, this is really, like, I mean, I'd say by the end of the third episode, I was like, okay, play next, play next, play next, play next. Yeah, um, that's pretty much what I, I could definitely see. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see why that would happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, and and I don't know, Jamie, you've watched the whole thing also. It's been a little few weeks maybe yeah, since you watched it. Yeah, I was just going to say, the thing is, is when I first started watching it, I thought it was good, but I, I agree with you. Like, I didn't know I was going to get into it so much. And the thing is, it's not even, usually when I watch a show, a lot of times I like, like, the you know, the sci-fi part of it. And obviously this is not, I mean, it's a sci-fi show in a way, but it's not, it's more focused on the drama than it is the sci-fi aspect of it, which is okay. And, you know, like if I, on paper, this would not be a kind of show I would like. I really did not. No, why not? To like this. Just because it's not, I don't know, just like it's like a historical drama, just not something, I, I mean, I would think that's what it is, like reading about it. I just didn't, not that it isn't important or anything, I just didn't think that it would be something I'd get that into. But I found myself really, like, interested in, what happened to them and even just like kind of learning things and sort of how their lives were back then and that and I think it was really interesting and I just got really into it and I found myself more like in or maybe not more but just as much intrigued with what was going on in the past as I did with you know why is this happening the time travel all that like usually that's the only part that I or the part that I really get into and I, I found myself really liking the drama too does that make sense <laughs> I don't know yeah I, explained that I first, mean but. I mean, I'm just used to historical, a historical fiction type of show is usually not something I would watch is what I'm saying. Like it's not something that I would have gotten that into, but I really, really liked it. And I guess like, I mean, it, it is historical fiction, but it's not historical fiction. I mean, this is, this is science fiction, right? And it, this comes, yeah. this was written by like, so first of all, it's amazing that as far as I know, this might be the first of Octavia Butler's book that was adapted for TV like uh, so I have to admit while I know that Octavia Butler is one of the greatest modern science fiction and speculative fiction writers I've not read any of her work because like I right I I I don't know if you guys have either um she's like the greatest science fiction novels that we've never read right uh-huh. um and it, so it is it is that like um I mean it's it's a good combo of science fiction and like his historical fiction but and we'll see where it goes even having watched the whole i mean is this renewed yet for a second season um because i think it's been announced one way or the other yet i really want to do another season um i mean a lot there's parts that are different than the book so i don't know that you can really necessarily go oh, by are. i've not I, read I it looked but... up about the book because i wanted to know what happened so i started reading some of it gaming you suck oh my god you did that's all i no, yeah, but it, it's not – a lot of it won't go the same just because it's different, um, and it can't go the same. But I kind of wanted an idea where it went. So there's definitely more of the story written, I'll just say that, without saying, you know, the, the book goes further than the series did. So there's definitely oh. material there um, is well, what I'm saying. I mean, so I, renew it. so I don't know, but I felt like 
when this, so we'll talk about this later, but I'm not sure that the that the season covers the entire book. It felt to me like there must yeah, be that's, more that's to be covered. More. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely more. Um, so Kindred came out in '79, and it's it's apparently her best selling not like her best selling novel. Um, and uh, uh. Like, I don't really know anything about it. I haven't read it. And I, and I was kind of careful not to read about it because I don't want to know what happened. Um, I kind of like the – I can't wait. I mean, I like that. I'm weak. I know. You're like – you're a lot like Alyssa. Remember how Alyssa would like – Yeah, always, like, I was just thinking that. Like, fine. I've always been like, look for all the queen, so. Yeah. Look for all the spoilers of the series finale and then be pissed that you, like, didn't like the last episode because you were spoiled. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean <laughs> not you, but – Like, why do you do it to yourself? But, yeah, you're right. I mean – I liked, and, and I don't want to talk too much about it until AJ gets to read more, and, and maybe we want to let follow AJ's lead on how we feel about the scenes that are set on the plantation, um, uh, which I felt like there was some interesting, like, you know, Jamie talked about the whole part of the historical fiction. There's a lot going on there that that I felt was a little different from what I expected. I was like, oh, it's a science fiction novel, so the parts that happen in the past are maybe going to be, like, a little, I don't know, I thought they might be a little predictable or we'd see, like, like, like a, I felt like the story is not just a black woman and a white man who come back to the, to the pre-war South, and it interested me that it's Maryland, which was, like, a border state it's where I live, right? Um but that it's more about two modern people who come back there and what they go through. Like, just because Dana's a black woman, I don't feel like she necessarily gets it all or makes the right decision every single thing that she does. Like, right. And that's partly about being, it's partly about being a 20th century person and not being able to, and later, I mean, I can't wait till AJ watches more of what happens. Like, you know, Jamie, the, the actions that Dana takes later in the story well, Those I gotta say, already, made, right? I mean, aside aside from how irritated I get at the at the way they treat women and black people already in just two episodes, um, yeah, irritates the hell out of me. I, I've actually I've I've already noticed that about Dana, how like she plays into it, but she doesn't like telling Rufus She's she can smart. read, and you know, and doing you know, like if you're gonna play into it. Don't do stuff like that. <laughs> oh, mama, black people in New York are allowed to read, you know, like, yeah, good. Oh, you know, I mean, like, she's going to get them killed because she's going to get them killed. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it's not helping the situation with, even though she saved Rufus's life twice, uh, four times, gaining any points with mom, you know? And I, I mean, honestly, I think mom's right. a little jealous because, I mean, she's treated horribly as a mother. I mean, I, part of it, I think, oh, you know, God. is like, she seems, she seems a little yeah. nutty. But I feel like that's because the way she's being treated. I mean, she is just. I mean, that doctor was just awful. Um, yeah. And oh, oh by God. the way, yes. Taryn, did you did you recognize um, the person playing Ryan, her husband? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan, her husband. Whose husband? I don't think his name. The, the mother. Rufus is Rufus's father. Yeah, oh yeah, Margaret. The mother is Margaret, and the father is named. Uh, no, who is that guy? It's uh, Jason it's from uh, True Blood. True Blood. I've never watched True Blood. 
I thought you did. <laughs> no, I never watched your book. I thought she did too. Okay. I didn't realize you hadn't either. Yeah, Ryan Clark. So, wait, so, oh, wait, did I have it? Did I have it wrong? Jamie, watched you watched it. True Blood? I've watched. I didn't Jamie watch did. it again, but yeah, I watched the majority of it. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, I had it backwards. Yeah, I thought Karen I watched it and Jamie didn't. He's I was really not backwards. Yeah. 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 He um. um no. I found. Sorry, go ahead. I thought you were done. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I just say I. I the whole I'm like I, the whole time I'm looking at him I'm like I can't place this guy. I was like I know I know him. I recognize his voice, so I had an image of him. I was like aha. Yeah. Yep, that's who it is. Um, I, I was just going to say, Karen, did you – I found and, – and maybe the fact that you know a lot of this happened, maybe to me that makes it harder, but I find pieces of it hard to watch, like in a – like it's horrible, like what happened. You know what I mean? Like I know it's not – I mean, it is meant to be to show it's horrible. I guess that's not the right way to describe it. But did you find, like, pieces of it sometimes hard to watch a little? Like the abusive treatment of women yeah. and children yeah. and all black people? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's hard to watch because, you know, it yeah. happened. I mean, how horrible it, but I, I mean, obviously that's the point of it and it shows it, which I think is good. But, um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't it, shy away from a lot of it, which I think is no. good. And in, and particularly like, so, so Margaret's husband, Brian, we've, Brian, Ryan, his name is, um, oh, is it Brian? just, yeah. Brian is real life, has Thomas. Thomas, that's your name. Thomas. Oh. Thomas. Um, yeah. Uh, he is, like, just an abusive prick anyway. Like, not to excuse, yeah, like, the treatment of slaves, no matter who owns slaves. There's no such thing as a kind slave owner, right? If you own slaves, come on. Um, but he, he right. beats his wife. He's really mean to his child. He really has no relationship with that child, Rufus, and he's horribly abusive. And, like, he's just uh, – and a lot of that is kind of hard to watch. And then, of course, the treatment yeah. of the slaves is hard to watch, but it's not um, – so apparently these first two episodes, we've yet to see the kind of horrific violence that you need to place um, and that is maybe a mainstay of some other kinds of programs that you might see based in the like, – yeah. I, I kind yeah. of really like – so it, it's hard to watch, but obviously it was a lot more horrific. I mean, this isn't like a doesn't show a lot of it, but I mean, it's still trying it to is, kind but, of show. But, you know, and again, I don't want to get AJ, well, I don't want to like get ahead of AJ, but like, like, we, we, like there, there's a lot of scenes where we don't just see horrific physical violence to know, how, like, we hear the slaves talking about how. Um, like, I don't know if you've heard yet, AJ, like, Sarah the cook talks about how her children were sold. Um, no. and, and it's so, it real. Uh, I mean, it, so or it's not a major plot point. It's not a major plot point. It's a fact of her life. So it's not a huge spoiler, but the, right. the, like the talk of, the talk of selling people's family members away and how it, like that type of trauma and violence is, is hard to watch yeah. also, but well, we don't have to see like horrific physical violence to like I, I think it's done pretty well to feel it. I also I mean I think the reactions that we see of Kevin I don't know what we've seen of Kevin's reactions in the first episode where he bloops in for me to remember he also is like a very uh, like Kevin is you know, mortified like he doesn't know what to do with himself yeah. he is just he's like he's more his, affected than Dana right he's almost more affected than Dana yeah He's, his his mouth has been on the floor the most of the time. 
Yeah. And I think, if I remember correctly, in that second episode where they blew back, and Kevin's like, holy shit, we got to get out of here. What should we do? He's in a freak out almost the whole time, and Dana's like, chill, yeah. we just got to roll with it until, like, I can't bloop back yeah. on command. She's, like, almost like she's an old pro, and I'm like, I think you've blooped twice, Dana, and you're actually, like, a total pro yeah. at this now. And she's like, well, just chill out, Kevin. We'll bloop. I, I got to get some shit done before we can yeah. bloop. Well, that's the thing. I, I feel like part of that is because her she, she's got to want – her only concern is finding her mother. Yeah. 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 I, um, I just got to say, though, I hope that the beginning of this show, I hope that, that young people don't follow. I mean, she, what she did, I'm thinking, she's going with this guy she don't know. That was kind of, like, not the smartest thing. She's lucky he was a good guy and wasn't. And I know they made fun of it. It was kind of funny. But she's lucky he was a good guy and not – not a murderer or something. Well, I mean, to, to be fair, to be fair, that that scene in the bar, um, when when he gives her the ride home, I actually that, I thought that was pretty brilliant. What he did, yeah, in, you know, and going, this, you know, I work here. This is Dana, and she goes dis- missing. It was me, it's my you fault. know. Like he he brought up a good point. He's like, he goes, so you won't take a ride from me. He goes, but you'll take a ride from another perfect stranger, you know. And yeah, while Uber, yeah. an Uber or a Lyft is a perfect stranger, there's records of everything, which I thought was kind of brilliant. He just basically made – he basically did the same thing. He made a he made record of Uber. him – yeah, he, made it, he basically he made himself, made himself a one-time Uber. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. And I, it was kind of smarty, but it still was kind of a little sketchy. But luckily, she, well. you know, he was good. I thought I had read it was going to be set in the 80s, but it seems to be clearly set in our modern time. Um, I mean, it was writ- it was written in 79, so it's clearly, like, updated. This idea of her going to L.A. to be a um, uh, TV writer, TV. and she's, she's studying Dynasty, which didn't come out until the 80s, right? Um, right. And, uh, I want to say, I don't remember exactly, don't quote me, I want to say 2004. Maybe no, no. I take that back. It can't be 2014 because it had to do. He said that it was during COVID, so I take it back. It was a couple years ago. I don't know why I'm thinking 2014. But the time that he made it take place was what basically when they started doing it was what I got out of it when they started filming it. That's why it's so 2014. No, maybe it was 2014. I think what it is is he said they started working on it in 2014. That's what he said. But it took that long to get it made because. Of there. I think I got that right now. Anyway, the video's there. You can watch it. But, um, but yeah, he explains why they chose the time they did and everything. Um, yeah. So that's why, that's why, like, the texting is a little, I mean, they're texting, um, but there's not, like, a total ton of internet. Um, I mean, so, I mean, that stuff is going to, like the reliance on their phones and stuff and the way they, I mean, the fact that his phone even loops back with him um, and he's able to take pictures was kind of interesting. AJ, have you seen much about, have you seen much AJ about what's going on back at Dana's house with the, have you met her neighbors yet? The, the, oh, the nosy neighbors. Oh Jesus. I want to smack those. I, I knew, let's say this way. I, the first time they showed up, I was like, all right, this is going to get, I was like, this is going to be an ongoing thing. And then when she showed up the second time looking for her cat, I'm thinking, oh, this does not end well. He's got scratches on his neck. She's got a black eye. 
I'm like, this does not look good. And she's just, you know, she's she's a regular Gladys Kravitz. So mm-hmm. yeah. it's not going to end well. And, and then she goes home and she's like, she's like, I overheard them. And her husband's like, wait, how did you overhear them? She's like, that's not important. He's like, uh, yeah. you know, like, even the husband who seems a little nosy at first is like, uh, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yet they're horrible, and it's it's kind of it's kind of really interesting because I mean she legitimately did hear a woman screaming in the middle of the night, and right. then yeah. like go over there and like now Dana's got a black eye or whatever, but but she's not she's not I feel like she has Dana's best interest at heart. Like I feel like this woman is more about this can't happen in our neighborhood. And it's yeah, more oh, about like how it affects, right? how it affects her, and yeah. not about like legitimately yeah. trying to like be worried about yeah. a neighbor. Because yeah. in, in one Absolutely. in one sense, in one sense, it's good that somebody's paying attention and asking questions. I mean, you can't say that's not a good thing. The idea of it, but yeah, you're right. I don't think she so much cares if she doesn't want something happening there because she's like you know are you okay you're okay and you think okay this is somebody is actually concerned but she's not really concerned but i just kept thinking why doesn't she just say like you know i have night terrors i you know whatever make something up and at least maybe they won't come back because it's sometimes you don't answer people it's gonna make them keep asking you know yeah she's like Mm -hmm. it's the new house i got scared i was like no just say you had a dream and you woke you know you had a really bad nightmare and you woke up screaming that's all you gotta say it's the middle of the night yeah that's plausible yeah Yeah. instead of just not answering and making the um did you get to the part i think i I got to this i did i just um, want to know if they're going to find the cat uh, (laughs) oh the cat when uh, i feel bad (laughs) for the losing the cat but um did the uh boyfriend, I can't remember his name, Kevin, I did like how he, Kevin. like, wrote stuff back on that board, and he's like, what, there's something, you know, sketchy going on, why, because a black woman moved in here, like, he makes it like, you know, you're not going to do yeah. that, and he sort of turns back on her, and I, I like that they did that, because she yeah. was being nosed for no reason, and being bitchy about it for no reason, so. Um, and so, AJ also, I mean, there's another whole storyline going on with the aunt and uncle who, I mean, you already saw the luncheon with the aunt and uncle and there's this issue going on that Dana sold the house. Right. Um, Right. And, and what that means, uh, there's clearly like stuff going on with the, in fact, Dana even says like, Oh, you're just mad that you left me in the house and not you. And there's like family shit going on. Um, uh, and about like the mother. I mean, I think it's 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 important that it took me a minute to catch on, and it wasn't really clear to me until later that the aunt is not the sister of Dana's mother. She's the sister of Dana's no, father. No, no, father. Oh yeah, I, I figured that no, out right away. Yeah, yeah. Because when I she's talking, right when away. she comes when she comes over to uh, the house to see to see her new place, um. She says, I loved your mother like a sister. So I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. She was the sister of the father. <laughs> like, I, I yeah, yeah. caught that right away. Okay. Yeah, she's yeah. related um, to being I, a I, father. Thinking, though, and this isn't really, I think both of you probably think that. All I can think is that they have the phone. Why don't they take a picture of her mother, you know? Like, people might. Because nobody's thinking about that. 
Yeah, I know. But that's what I'm like. Because like, when you show. bloop. And I'm thinking, you could even tell these people at the plantation, tell them you're from the future. Look, I got a phone. But I'm thinking, yeah, then they'll think you're a witch. and they'll kill Yeah, you. no, no, so you don't want to do that. that. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do they, it the other way around. No, because now, now you're a witch and you're getting burned at the stake. Yeah, yeah. That well, be good. I mean, maybe not an 18, whatever. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's, but it's you know all what I'm saying. bad. Yeah, anything yeah, you're going to do. Anything you're going to do is going to be bad at this point. Um, there's no, uh, yeah, anything like that is, is going to be bad for you. Um, and also you're not thinking, like, when you're a black person who just wakes up on a plantation, like, you, yeah, I mean, I, or anybody who <laughs> wakes up on a plant, it's going to be hard to think about what to yeah. do. Um and it's going to work and what it really, what, what it really does to you. I mean, so there is that whole aspect of like Dana's family, like, are they going to think she's crazy? Did they think her mother was crazy? I mean, so I, I, I mean, a couple things that I really have liked about this story is how, as Jamie said, how quickly they've moved along. I mean, I know it was only like eight episodes of the first season, but how quickly she found her mother, how quickly they start to advance the story of, of the time travel, like who, like, you know, her mother blooped also, right? Her mother, her mother blooped and has been trapped there. Um, I can't wait, AJ. I love what they do with the mother storyline. And I really, one thing I really like about this also is that um, they, like, so far they have no idea what's going on. Like, this is not a time travel story where like Dr. Who is with you and says, Oh, we must have gone through a time <laughs> displacement vortex and blah, blah, blah. Right. Like, we only know what Dana knows, which is like, what the hell is going You know, nothing. Like, And, and yeah. there's no, like, speculation over why it's happening. It's more just like, how do we solve the problem and get the hell out of here? Yeah. And I, I kind of am enjoying that part of it also. Um, so I, I look forward to, I mean, there's some, a lot more to talk about. I really enjoyed it. I look forward to us being able to talk some more about it next week, whether you finish it or just get a bunch of episodes done by next week. Are you watching it with any of the fam? Is is are you watching it with you no, or just me. Oh yeah. Just me. Not there. I guess things done quicker that way. Yeah, you'd have to wait for other people to be available, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um so yeah, I um I, I really, Jamie, I really like Kevin throughout, I think. Yeah, I do so. I mean, he's yeah. pretty he's pretty good. Uh, I mean, in the sense that he's like the companion. I like that where his story goes and that he's got sort of his own, like, thing going on, right? Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I like how, like, he is so, you know, as, J, as AJ says, he's so freaked out the entire time. He's so clearly uncomfortable with the idea that he's got to he's got to pretend to be um, Dana's owner, which is like so. I mean, obviously, be so upsetting for anyone, and he barely knows her, right? Yeah. Like have, they actually are pretending that he just bought her a week ago as a cover for why he like doesn't they don't like know each other, know anything about each other, I was right? Say, the books are actually married, so oh that yeah, was one big thing changed, yeah, hmm. yeah, and the also oh. the that I can think of off the top of my head was the addition of her mother too. That isn't in the book, but, um, but yeah, uh, they were married and because I guess there was sort of a, 
a bigger storyline in the book about them being, you know, a mixed race couple too, because their their families weren't okay with it and all that, and that was like a part of it that obviously they don't have uh, in this. But well, gee, um, I, think, I, like, I guess I, now that doesn't quite relate as much now because it's more, you know, hopefully more right. accepted. I mean, it's not super accepted, but it's yeah, not, I, yeah. I, I, I mean, if the, if, the book, you know, if the book was based in the '80s, it definitely would have been a bigger deal about a mixed race yeah, couple. Yeah, it would be a much bigger. Yeah. yeah, and and to write that into a show now would maybe not resonate so well to, to have no, that no. be a big deal. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like where the mother that he doesn't really know her. I mean, he is going through all this with her like big time stuff, and and I think too the other thing that I thought was was interesting is like he, I mean, he stays with her like. I don't know. I feel like if that was me and I went back to the future or back to the past with somebody, I'd be like, goodbye. I'm not going to see you ever again. Well, you know, not for nothing. He was, he was, he was about, he was about to bounce the first time she disappeared when she was standing in the closet. He was about to bounce. The only reason he didn't bounce was because she was laying on the living room floor. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people still would have been like, you know, screw that and left anyway. So I did like, he's like a good guy. And I mean, I gotta say, I gotta say, I mean, Kevin's a different animal. He's clearly freaked out by everything. I wouldn't have left. I would have been like, I don't know where you just went, but I'd like to figure it out. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, I, but going back with her, though, I'd be, I don't know. If I went back, I'd be like, I'm not doing that again, <laughs> which he kind of does. But, I mean, you know, it doesn't. It doesn't well, end it, up that I mean, way, everybody's so. like, like, me personally, I would have been able to play it off better than what I've seen Kevin do so far, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think also them not knowing each other, like, plays into the story so well because, yeah. first of all, they don't have a built trust between each other, right? They don't have a trust. They don't right. they don't trust each other. They don't, they can't predict each other's, like, actions. Like, like it's mm. like maybe yeah. AJ, you've been married to Alyssa for, like, what, like, 14 years or something like that now, right? Um, You well, could maybe be, yeah. like, if you're step. Maybe if you could predict what she would. Okay, maybe she's not a person you can predict, but you know what I mean. Like oh, that. I, I, oh no, I can actually, 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 I know her better than she knows herself. You know exactly. Like I can predict her very well. Oh, I and, can predict okay. her very easily. Yep. And and also by the same token, if you were separated and had to like make up a lie to cover for each other, like you could maybe like you could cover your lie in a truth of your shared experience, which Kevin and Dana right. don't have, right? Exactly. Um, and I, I like that element in their story that they have to rely on each other and they barely know each other. It must be very different than in the book to, for a married couple to rely on each other. Um, That's a hell of a first date. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? I know, right? I'll teach you something about having a one-night stand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It can be a lot of fun. Yeah, they have a one-night stand and, and poor Kevin, look what he gets for it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, so I, I, I like, I mean, Jamie said several times, are you going to watch it when it comes out? I think you'll like it. And you're absolutely right, Jamie. I really like it. Uh, AJ likes it. Um, and so, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about the rest of it. And I hope it gets, re- I mean, I think it's, I don't know. I don't know what the numbers are like if people are watching it, but I should hope it would get renewed. Um, God, I can't wait to talk about how it ends. I can't predict yeah. renewals anymore. Just everything I think, every time I think yeah. something's going to get renewed, you don't hear shit yeah. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Um, so we'll have to see about that. Yeah. I mean, hey, you, sometimes uh, sometimes you, you get renewed, and then like two weeks later, you get unrenewed. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's that also. Who knows? Take it over um, that. Again, that is... I'm personally not sorry about that, but yeah. Um, that was I, that was crazy to get renewed and then canceled like a couple weeks later. I mean, um, FX is pretty good usually at uh, giving their shows a chance. I, I got a good feeling that, it, you know, as long as the numbers are halfway decent, that it'll uh, get yeah. renewed. So. I mean, I do All think right, Hulu's so we'll, the right place for this. I, I don't see this being a success had it aired on the regular Hulu on TV. This is not a show maybe that is right for the FX channel. Um. Hulu's the right place for it, I think. Um, yeah. yeah, like it a lot. So, um, all right, uh, Avi, I'll watch some more of it, and then we'll talk about it next week. Yep. Yep. I'll finish it all right. next week. Now that I now that I know there's six more to go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Plans. All righty cool. then. Um, well, I guess that's it for me because I haven't seen anything else. But. Uh, have a good Christmas, guys, and yeah, we will talk very quickly. And we're back um, next. Yep. Yeah, we're back next week. Um, yep, back I'll next talk week. about the end of this and more of his yep. arc. Yeah. And by the way, we yeah. haven't talked about. Um, maybe next week we can do. Did we? Did you guys ever talk about the Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, I forgot. About, I forgot right? we went. I, I forgot we were to talk yeah. about that. I turned it on and I wasn't able to pay attention to it when it was on, and I turned it off. But I can commit to watching that before next week. Okay, we'll throw that in there too. I forgot, I forgot about it. Yeah. It's been a yeah. minute. We'll do Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special next week. Okay. All right. Have a good All night, right. Jamie. Enjoy your Christmas. Hi, Jamie. Oh. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy. Well, I guess we'll see each other before New Year. No, we'll, see, we'll talk again coffee. before the New Year. Yeah. All right. Well, Merry All right. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Good night. Okay. So this brings us to his dark materials. Um, yes. I, you know what? I didn't love these two episodes. I thought they were really slow, and I had kind of a hard time. Um uh, and and last week I sort of defended the World of the Dead storyline, and this week I was like, oh my god, why is this taking so long? What is going on? <laughs> really, and they, really, and the di- the writing they, was bad. I thought in that storyline, the dialogue was bad. It was just bad this week. You know, it's funny actually. I was thinking the kind of the same thing about the um the Land of the Dead. I'm thinking, all right, we all see where this is going. Just get there. Like, it took I, – yeah. I felt the same thing. Was like, why is this taking so long? And they did the one thing that I said they shouldn't do, but, of course, they did, and we got our Lee cameo. Oh, yeah, he's horrible. And there was no point to it, really. He didn't really but I guess, add anything to it. Yeah, I, I guess so. I guess that happens in the book, though. Like, she see, you know, sees Lee, and he sees his dad. So, I mean, I guess it kind of – you know, I get why it's in there. Yeah. And, I felt. And Le, go ahead. And Lee, Lee served a sort of purpose, but it wasn't really clear to me. Like he's like he's like your your father's the shaman. Oh, he goes. He's like 
I haven't seen him in a while. I can't find him, but I think I know a way that I might be able to summon him. I'm like, what? I'm like, what is going on? Like, he's a mystical being in the lands of the dead. And you have to summon him. Like, what? That that whole thing yeah. is just like, like there you go. Like, there's your, there's like, your bad writing. Right, like he's just as dead as you are. So why yeah. do you have to, yeah, summon him and and then. I mean, uh, I was just gonna say, and then yeah. and then after Will talks to him, like I'm thinking Will's gonna be like, "You got to meet Lyra. I want you to meet Lyra," and he doesn't do that. And he just leaves his kids there. But how is Dad gonna get out? And if his dad's hanging out in the cave still when everybody else is traipsing up the mountain? Yeah, like that I, I didn't mean, make sense all, to me. It all kind of made no sense. I, I mean, to me. I also felt like the writing was just like really garbagey, and I shouldn't say garbagey. And maybe this makes more sense to you and the to the reader of the book. But you know, so much of the dialogue of this was like, "Tell them your stories." Oh, Lyra, your stories reminded me of what it feels to be. Al-. Somebody actually says like, "Your stories reminded me of what it is to be alive. I feel warm again." Please telling your stories, Lyra. And then this whole business of, like, telling the story, and then the harpies are like, uh, and I'm like, what is this schlocky writing that is about telling the story? What does it really mean? What does that have to do with the land of the dead? Why are they here? Um, and and I, I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, so heaven and hell is a lie, and all there is is this kind of purgatory? Is that purgatory, the purposes yeah. of the story, right? Um, yeah. But it seems like there's only purgatory. There is no heaven nor hell. Right. There's no heaven, like, there's no hell. Yeah, exactly. Purgatory's it, right? But yep. so, I mean, that's a big revelation and a big lie they've been told by the authority or by like, I feel like that's really not sort of a lie that they're told us, tell your, tell your truth, tell your story, Lyra. And then like the harpy, who it's not really explained who they are or why they're there and they're sort of like I don't know. And then, like, when you tell, if you all tell the harpy your true stories, you can pass through um, to the world. And then in the end, like, all Lyra does is, like, release their spirit to be at peace and be dead. Like, they don't still don't go to heaven, they don't go to hell. They just, like, pass into another world, which is the world yeah, but now that, they're not that being, Mary Malone is. That's where Mary is, yeah. Yeah. They're not being tortured anymore, though. So it's like, Okay. I mean, think Were about they that. being tortured? Torture. They weren't being tortured. I mean, I uh, guess emotional torture. Okay, so I guess it was torture because you thought you were going to heaven and you didn't. This is funny. It's not funny. No, like, when I, I, was I in... don't. No, I don't. <clears throat> sorry, I don't mean that kind of torture. I mean, like the harpies. It, it was, I felt like it was. I, uh, just screw the harpies. I felt like it was emotional torture. You know, like when you know. Um, the place clearly plays tricks on your mind, you know, like that one guy was like, so if I leave here, I'm never going to see my son again. And, and Lyra's like, but that's not real. It's like that guy would see his son and then his son would disappear and he was sad all over again. You know, like, like it was right. that type of, you know, I, when I say torture, I don't mean like, you know, nails under your, you know, toothpicks under your fingernails type of torture or being waterboarded. It's, it's an emotional torture where, you, you know, everything, you know, it's not real, but you think it's real and it gets taken away from you type of thing. You know, it's like, it's actually it kind of like one of, one of Dante's, uh, Dante, one of Dante's, uh, uh, level, level circles there. Levels of, of hell. 
Yeah, I guess now I'm kind of thinking of like when I was in Catholic school and the nuns were like talking about like purgatory and they're like, okay, purgatory is not hell, but purgatory is really shitty because like it's basically hell because to be that close to getting to heaven and not be able to go is like pretty much like being tortured. Right, like in hell or whatever. I don't know. I guess I just felt like I, I, it. It took so long. It took the majority of both episodes yes. Um, yes. for whatever purpose. I'm still not really sure of, and and how it really. It just seems like a very distracting side tour from what else was going on, um, where other action is really heating up, and Lyra. Lyra, who's supposed to be the key to everything, is was really sidelined for four episodes now. Well, um, and I no, think not that, by the writers, the first part I, of I the think prophecy, like though. by the novel, right? Was that she the people from well, the yeah. save the dead, right? Yeah, she would, she would, she would defeat death. Yeah, and so it's not really. I mean, I mean to kind of quote Harry Potter, like this is the thing about prophecies; they don't necessarily mean what you think they mean. And exactly. for her to defeat death, it, like what some people thought it meant for her to defeat death was like a really like a, a, literal a literal thing. It's scary. It could be a lot, but all it means is that she saved these people from purgatory. Um, yeah. or, and that she went, to, well, or that she went to the land of death and came back, right? Um, yeah. Uh, and lived to tell about it. Um, you know. I, also, that there was a lot going on in these episodes that was exposition. And, like, almost everything that happens in Azriel's part of the story is, like, a huge bunch of exposition being told by various characters. Um, uh, I mean, Azriel continues to be the absolute worst person I can – I mean, I just don't even know how yeah. to rally behind his war, right? He is the absolute worst, right? I wanted I wanted to drop kick him when Coulter's like Lyra's dead. He's like, eh. right, right. He doesn't even like care at all that she's dead. Like not even the. Sl- he's like he goes. Yeah. What? He's like, if that's true, I, I I'm sorry for you. Like, I mean, okay, there is. I I get that little bit of like, is it true? Like, like, how does Coulter know? And is it really, I mean, granted, like reports of Lyra's death have been exaggerated, right? Like Lyra's been thought to be dead before maybe. True, Um, true, true. Coulter's like really sure. By the way, I felt for a long part, that long, that prolonged scene of Coulter in the, in the, in the chamber where they're trying to set off the bomb. I, I, I really, felt for a while is this did somehow they switch the hair i was like is that going to be father michelle's hair i thought that or someone too. else's hair in there yeah i thought that too um like the first thing i thought was when she was talking to uh the little bug there cooper little butterfly Dr. guy oh, the, oh, no yeah. the butterfly guy Lord, i thought yeah. I, you know when she was talking to, when she started talking to him i was like okay i guess it wasn't her plan to get caught at, as a distraction um, she's just an idiot. Um, and I, I felt like that whole thing, like she was playing a huge gamble, like hoping yeah. to get through to Dr. Cooper in time. Like she really, like, I felt like there was, he tells her, Hey, I can break you out. We can, you know, get, do this, do that. And she's like, nah, I'm going to stay here. Like, I don't know, I just, 
she just seems to have yeah. given up after being so ready to fight and everything. And I just felt like her, it was a huge, huge, huge gamble for her to play her, her hand that way. Yeah. And it didn't really, Sorry. it really didn't work. I mean, the fact that it, it worked out did, it did until, until Metatron really came her, down. Yeah. I mean, but Metatron really, I mean, it worked. It was about to work. Metatron sort of set something totally different in motion. I mean, Father McPhail, he yeah. like, he's going to sacrifice himself to kill Lyra, right? Which was so, I mean, yeah. he, he he's really a very frightening person. Which, which that so surprised me, crazy. honestly. Yeah, he, because I he's was, not, I like, mean, he's got so many minions he could have thrown in the chair. The fact that he did that himself, because... That that yeah. didn't ring true to me at all because he is all about himself, you know. I mean, yeah. all the stuff he's done to get into the position of power that he's in, and he's just gonna sacrifice himself like that. I I mean, all he had to do was right. open up the door and be like, "Hey, hey, you sit in that chair." Like like we've we've talked a lot about the way in which are these guys true believers? Are they just political, or are they both? And as you say, he could he had all these minions he could throw in there and not have to kill himself. Um, I mean, he is a true believer, but yeah, I, I kind of agree with you. Like, why didn't he throw himself? Oh, you know why? Because Father Gomez is the next like check. Like, we gotta see Father Gomez, right? He basically like because yeah. the story demands that Father Gomez get his moment. I guess. Um, I mean, he was really. He was really terrifying, Father McPhail. Or I love every I love when Coulter calls him Hugh because it pisses him off so much. Yeah, um, I know. <laughs> I but, like that too. But every but that's what time, I'm saying, like, Gomez like, could have had he, his moment, could have his moment too, and not have Father, what's his face, Hugh, go out like that. I, I just, I don't know. I felt yeah, it was very yeah, I agree with you. Uncharacteristic, I agree with you. very little, uncharacteristic. That he would that he would put himself on the line and not just like sacrifice other people, yeah. I mean, this is a person who's willing to murder a child, you know, because he thinks it will. Um, I, I, and he's not squeamish about killing people. He's willing to kill a child. Like you're right. Why not throw any of his minions in there instead of himself? Um, I mean, I think it was kind of we were waiting for Father Cooper to sacrifice uh, Mrs. Cooper, Doctor Cooper, whatever. Like that was kind of we knew that was coming. Yeah that she would in the end be like, no, I'm doing the right thing. I mean, it's kind of ironic that it had to be um, Coulter being like, do the right thing, do the right thing. And you're like, oh, Coulter, you're the worst, right? You're the worst. And you're now you're the, like, the show makes me like my, I mean, it, it bends my mind in the way that I have to be like, wait, now she's, this horrible person is like, she's still a horrible behind person. her right now. She's still a horrible person. Um, I actually found that I didn't love – so I don't want to put it on Ruth Wilson and say I don't like her work in this because it could be direction. But after Lyra is dead or she believes Lyra to be dead, I felt like her face showed a lot of fury and resentment, but I didn't see, like, the outpouring of grief of a mother whose child has just been – Killed, right? You know, like she showed a little I, grief sometimes, I understand what you're but saying. I didn't see that. I, I understand what you're saying, but I think that goes to Coulter as a person. 
You know what I mean? But she's that, just not capable. She's just not, yeah, she's just not capable of that type of angst. You know what I mean? Like, she's very, I mean, she's still very conflicted about the entire thing. Like, you know, when she's talking to Serafina, she's like, I didn't used to love her, but, you know, I do now. But, yeah. you know, um, and then she's trying to antagonize Serafina into killing her. Like, that's Coulter's, that, that yeah. right there shows Coulter's grief. She's trying to get Serafina to kill her because she can't, she's struggling with the grief. But she's not mm-hmm. an outwardly showing, she's never been an outwardly showing person. So I think that was direction. Yeah. All right. That's, yeah, maybe that's direction. Um, um, speaking I, of which, uh, though, my favorite scene in, in the episode uh, of the two episodes was when the monkey gave her the big F you. <laughs> yeah. The monkey comes yes. through and she looks, at the, she looks, she says to the monkey, she's like, come here. And the monkey just like stares at her and she says, come. And the monkey's like, just turns tail and walks the other way. And I was like, you go monkey. Oh, yes. You're like, go and monkey. You also, go monkey. When she goes, when she goes to talk to the monkey later, and were you, was it just me, or were you really hoping the monkey was going to finally talk? Oh, yeah. At the end, that very, I mean, that was a very kind of yeah. moving and touching scene with the monkey. Um, and we, and do we got kind our answer. Of, yes, right? I was like, oh, we got our answer about, like, how she can, how and why she separates herself from the monkey. Um, which is that we talked about that so much. Um, I mean, we got our answer. We kind of got our answer. Like she talked a lot about, like I don't know why I do it. At first, I was just trying to see if it if I could do it, and then like you know, I, it was really because I was trying to not feel something. And like I get it. Um, you're kind of a jerk. Like so much of what she's done. Oh yeah. Because of like she's experimenting or just trying, right? Yeah. Um, Mana, when that monkey, when the monkey. Yeah, I was like, just no monkey, give her the fu, and the monkey like holds her hand. <laughs> but the monkey has to. The monkey can't no, really that, and that scene, her. Yeah, and that and that's no, that that scene that was fine. But earlier with, with the monkey first was like, screw yourself. Oh, yeah. I thought that was great. I was oh, like, yeah. oh yeah, that was Cause, awesome. Because she's that treated that she has treated that monkey so terribly at times. Oh my god, for so long, right? Like, I mean, yeah, monkey, tell her fu. Culture's the worst. Uh, I mean, Coulter is so bad that, like, it, it's really, it's hard to have sympathy for her. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, and the only reason Coulter doesn't seem even worse is because there's an even worse person around who's Azriel. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Azriel is really the worst. I mean, Azriel, so Azriel didn't really care when, his, when he learned that Lyra was dead. Azrael didn't really care that Ruder died, right? He actually said it was a gift when, you know, when yeah. when Serafina comes and, or, and when AAA comes, uh, Colonel, General Ogunway come, and they're like, Ruder's yeah. dead. And he's like, uh, they're like, this is terrible. He's like, no, this is a gift because this means that, what does it mean? Because Metatron escaped. I don't even, can't remember why it's a gift. Because Met- Metatron's that coming. Oh, yeah. and it's a gift because yeah, it's a gift because he learned that the darkness pulls down all dust, which is what angels are made of. Yeah. So he thinks he's I thinking mean, this is actually going to work in his favor as a weapon. 
which it's not, right? I mean, we're going to – I feel like where this is going is that is that dust is not a bad thing. And, like, well, no. I think what we're going to learn is, like, his attempts to, like, annihilate the divine is going to backfire on him. Like, this is going to – I mean, this is going to end up being, like, science and faith are both two, necessary two sides of the same coin kind of thing, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think ultimately it's going to be Will, Will and Lyra are going to be the deciding factor. It's going to, and yeah. it's going to have nothing to do with anything that Azrael has done this whole time. Now, Azrael is, is sort of like, I mean, we talked last week about Azrael being like, is he jealous of Lyra, that kind of thing. Oh, he's Azrael absolutely thinks, jealous. <laughs> Azrael, Azrael is like the star of his own movie, as they say, right? And he's going to turn out to be like... Yeah you know, sort of superficial and maybe having made things worse. Like, I, I just you know, don't actually, feel... Yeah. Asriel is actually your favorite word. He is a MacGuffin. Yes, right? That is kind of favorite word. He's a MacGuffin. He's a distraction. It's not really about yeah. what he's after. He's going to turn out to be wrong, and there's going to be some sort of, like, truth or understanding between with Lyra's you know, like I just don't see any way that this ends with the complete annihilation of Metatron and his, maybe Metatron, but of the angels. And yeah. I feel like all that dust, like the dust, like gets sucked into the darkness, and the result is all these like earthquakes and shit, right? And yeah. I was like, this is great. And I'm like, wait a minute, like York's people are starving. If it's happening in New York, it's definitely happening. It's definitely happening elsewhere. Like. Like, I'm like, wait, how is this, like, this is not good. Like, I can see that it's not good. Particularly if we think of it in terms of Mary's been studying it as dark matter. Her understanding of dust is that it's dark matter, right? Um, right. And we know that that's maybe something that needs to stick around. He's just well, like, that's the thing, you're right. Because like, he, he's, he's only that. seeing it, he's only seeing it as a, a weapon to take down the angels. But the thing is, even if they win the war, what the hell does he think is going to happen to fix the problem if he takes down all the angels? Who's yeah. going to fix it? Yeah. What do you do now? Yeah. He, he, he just, he's, he's, think, he's so singular-minded that he doesn't see or understand the big picture. Yeah. And, like, what if all the, like, the, the witches are all being, like, what if they all get killed? Right, yeah. he doesn't really seem to think that's a problem. I actually kind of yeah. thought when when Serafina shows up and she's so angry, um, and and you know, Azrael says like, "No, this is a gift. Trust me." I kind of was wondering if she was going to turn against him. If that was going to be the moment when the when the when the witches turned against Azrael, and he no longer has them as as part of his. Um, now that didn't happen, right? I mean, we do know that some of the witches have not gone along. Um, he hasn't got all the witches. Uh, but I thought maybe if Seraphine is going to be like, you know, um, this is it. Fuck you, Azrael. And then she surprised me then. And then she surprised me with this very, like, understanding, like, conversation she has with Coulter, which I'm like, gee, you could feel bad for her that her kid died and still be like, you're evil and you got to go. Right? Like, I was like, wait a minute. She's, like, I got that sympathetic part of 
But I was like, oh, really? You can't? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, I, like, I, I but, think you know, we all... Well, look at it this way. I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, but look at it this way. Serafina, unlike Asriel, sees the big picture. Yes. And she realizes that they are a necessary evil at the moment. Later, you know, yeah. it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. But for now... Right. Right. I mean, so I'm kind of waiting for this to turn around also. We talked about this last week, like, to what degree can Coulter become? She can never be the hero or a hero because she murdered, like, countless children. But, like, she, like, she's not going to be the villain till the end, right? Like, she's already kind of, like... She she already was like kind of against the magisterium, and I mean not just now because you know she believed they blew up her kid, um, but she she's had her eyes open kind of to the magisterium and she's she's kind yeah. of coming around. I think she will probably will see her Port Lyra in whatever kind of denouement happens in the next two weeks, right? I don't uh, um, I I honestly I don't see Coulter or Azriel making it out of this alive. Well, you know what? I could be happy with that, right? I mean, I mean, Azrael for sure. Azrael has has Azrael not has shown really any redeeming quality whatsoever, right? Like, like what? Like why? Why would we want him to live? There's no nothing redeeming about him. He uh, he. Somebody calls him arrogant in this in this episode, and that's really like the best way to describe him, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. Like, I think it, I think it, I think it was in bug way. Yeah, because of your arrogance. Um Brutus dead. Uh yeah, he's he's yeah. I, I don't see any reason why he should survive. There's no I don't see like also any like the only reason to survive would be maybe to come to terms with his daughter and I don't see that her wanting nah. or that even being necessary. It's not something that Lyra needs. In fact, nah, like, it's not necessary. I think, I think what we've seen Lyra in the show... Lyra doesn't need either one of them. No, I, I think what we've seen throughout the show is, like, Lyra... Remember in, like, season one where she kind of worshipped her Uncle Asriel, and he would show up, and she'd be like, he's yeah. an explorer, he's the greatest. And, and we've seen her, like, move past needing him or believing him. Like, I, like, I don't... I think you're right. There's no need for her to reconcile with him because she's like moved past the those sort of childish things. Yeah, I mean I mean don't get me wrong. I mean she, I mean absolutely adored her uncle. Let's see, why does she adore her uncle? Because he showed up out of nowhere here and there occasionally every couple months or a year. Um and he always had something right. fascinating to look at when he was, you know, oh look yeah. at this. This is gonna prove the whole my whole dust theory. But you can't touch Look, it. Don't go near it. I have a guy's severed head. Yeah, How it, cool is that? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It, you know, it, it, look at the, you know, so, and she was really young at that point. Now she's a young woman, you know, on the verge of adulthood, and she really has no need for them. It's not like they raised her, you know? Yeah. I mean, she's, she, I mean, if anything, I mean, think about this. She has found out that two of the worst people she has dealt with on her journey are her parents. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? Like, that's really... Um, and, and she also, like, like whatever she thought was, you know, the romance that and adventure that Azrael represented, she has done more and seen more now than he has. Like, talk about, like, we talked about him being right. jealous. Is he, like, she went to the world of the dead and came back. Like, she, whatever he, stories he told, she has way outlived now. Yeah. She doesn't need him at all. You're right. Um, he, so in terms of your like, does he live? You're right. There's no reason for him to live. There's no, there's no record. Again, killing Rod. There's no coming back from killing Roger. Exactly. Exactly. He killed her best friend for like no reason. He actually, and he actually I referred mean, to him as, he actually referred to him, but like somebody brings up Roger's name. Uh, she went to the land of the dead. After her friend oh, yeah. Roger, and he goes, "Oh, the kitchen boy, right?" He the like doesn't boy. really yeah. see Roger as a person, right? He's like, "Oh, yeah. the kitchen boy," like oh, I just yep. want to punch him in the face, right? Yeah, anybody in the show that has hurt children in any way is irredeemable. Which yeah. right there you go, top of the list: Coulter and, <laughs> and Adriel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. The one thing, yeah, I, the one thing, I, not again, not that it redeems, not that it redeems her, excuses her, but at least Coulter has recognized that she made a lot of mistakes and that the stuff she did in the name of the Magisterium was wrong. <laughs> like yeah. you know, a little too, a little too late. But at least she can acknowledge it, you know. And she's not right. asking anybody yeah. for forgiveness. Whereas Asriel's right. running around going, "Oh, it doesn't matter what I do. Trust me, this is all for the best." I'm right, we'll I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Yeah. He yeah. you're right. He he has no you're right, at least Coulter feels bad. Um and and doesn't I mean she 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 deserves to die. She actually tried to get someone to kill her in this episode. She Yeah. Yeah. She's not trying to come back from this. Yeah. So, so All right, well next week or well yeah. 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 Next, next, next week we'll see how this plays out, and uh, yeah, yeah, I could see, I, I could see Azriel dying, trying to grasp something for himself, whereas Coulter, I could yeah. actually see her dying, uh, in, in a martyr, uh, a martyrdom type way. I could see it, you know, being, uh, throwing her in front of a, a lightning bolt for, for. Uh, Lyra or something along those lines. I could actually see Coulter doing that now, whereas Azriel is going to die of stupid death because he's an idiot. Like, yeah, like right. a Gollum situation where, like, Gollum yes. Yes. dies, like, grasping for the absolutely. ring. Absolutely. Right? Yep, absolutely. Um, yeah. There's one other thing, though, in this episode that I was very disappointed by. Yeah. I was very underwhelmed by the Amber Spyglass, which now in episode... Yes. Seven or six episode six of eight has finally. I mean, the, the third book is called the Amber Spyglass, and we're just yeah. now seeing the damn Amber Spyglass, which I was very underwhelmed by. Like, yes, it makes my it understanding with no. Yeah. It's like a bunch of chunks of amber in the like it's stuck in this like the sea story. The Mar- Mary is for sure the sea story. Right, I'm still wondering like where this yes. 
Um, and if we're talking about like his dark instruments and this is a critical instrument for the winning of the war or whatever, like they've not given Mary like the storyline to make me pay attention to her, care about her, feel like what? It's episode what is it? It's gonna be episode seven before we have any like yeah. like real I mean um I mean, the, yeah. the amber spyglass can see the dust. So, it, well, I mean, that's dust, kind yeah. of important. That's kind of important. Kind of important. But, I, 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 but I'm let down because it's more of an amber disc <laughs> than a spyglass. Yeah. Because, like, like, when she first started finding the shards, like, she just kept finding little shards at first, I thought, oh, this yeah. is really cool. She's going to make – and Mary's going to make the spyglass. I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Which and to me is like, like a telescope all... type thing, right? Like she's going to build exactly, a telescope Exactly, exactly. Like, some, yeah. like something like like something you see in Pirates, like a little telescope, like something in Pirates of the Caribbean, like yep. the Jack yeah, Sparrow yeah, yeah. had. That, that's a spyglass yeah. to me. And yeah. she does, you know, and, and she has all these little shards, and I'm thinking this is cool. She's going to make it. And then she, like, is, like, looking at it, and she's like, oh, I need more. And then she goes back and finds this huge ass disc, which has got to be right, six centimeters it. in diameter. Right. And I mean, and I'm like, I'm like, that's the spyglass. Like, that's the best they could do. Like, right. I, I'm and like, seriously what, underwhelmed. Well, what's she gonna do with it? Because like we've seen that Azriel does have devices that he can see like we see him using a little glass thing to look through like he can see dust she's not the only person yeah like this is not the only way to see dust so it seems a little like like this is is this the third tool that's going to make everything right like be a game changer it's not yeah I, i don't know maybe i don't know maybe 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 the three materials combine to make a super robot well, yeah, and so the third book is called The Amber Spyglass, and right. so if each season is a book, then I would have thought that this season would have dealt yeah. more with The Amber Spyglass. Instead, we saw Mary, like, so I really, I mean, I talked about how I felt these episodes were slow and a little boring, like Mary trying to learn the blue anteater language um, took a lot of time that was not interesting, right? Um, and I'm not sure how that really gave a lot to the story, right? Yeah, like I'm not. Still, I, like, I mean, multiple I multiple scenes of her trying to trying to like speak their yeah. language, and I'm like, really? Can't they just like can't it be magic like everything else, and they just automatically speak I... English like every other creature? Or can't we like how does learning their language Really play into right? Well, Is it me like how, I mean, time on that. Well, I mean, how I kind of saw it, I felt like once she finally realized that that word that they couldn't translate was dust, and snuffle off. I guess there was like, ah, you finally understand. It was like, yeah. she was like she had to go through that to understand. Like I. I feel like I, I don't. I mean, again, I've never read the books, so I don't know how important Mary is in the books. But I feel like they've done a 
poor job maybe of translating her yeah. to the screen because she might be a more cerebral piece. I mean, you, you know, you know how it is sometimes when, you know, going from a book to screen, sometimes things don't translate very well because she might be more an intellectual, like in her head type of thing, which you can't portray on the yeah. screen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you, you know, like the inner, you know, inner thoughts. Like, I mean, much like we recently watched um, Interview with a Vampire, but they did a good job with the inner monologue um, translating it from the book. Whereas with Mary, they've tried to show instead of tell because they yeah. didn't want to be too expositional. Um, Maybe in the book she said, yeah. I'm thinking about I mean, what this word means. Yeah. I mean, maybe, I mean we'll, maybe we'll get a better feel for it in the last two episodes because Lyra and Will have come out to the world she's in. So clearly the three yeah, of them I are going to get together, which which makes perfect yeah. sense. Mary's got the amber spyglass. Um, Will has the knife. Lyra's got the lithiometer, and Will's got the knife, of yeah. course. So the three people have the three tools. So yeah. it's obviously got to play important, especially since that um, the angel – told her, you know, he's, you know, told her to protect, you know, save the girl and the boy. Yeah. So clearly she's going to be an important yeah. part. Yeah. I guess just given and that think, Mary and, is a PhD and her entire life yeah. was studying dark matter, AKA dust that we really had yeah. to have this entire season, like for the Amber spyglass to be introduced so late and for Mary to spend a lot of time being like, what? Oh, dust. Oh yeah. It's only my entire fucking life. <laughs> I also think it's I very know. interesting. I, I I I don't know how it's going to tie in. Maybe it's a coincidence. Maybe it was uh, uh, Pullman um, Pullman being being silly, or whatever. But her name is Mary. So I just I yeah. feel like that. I mean, you know, I mean, it's a pretty obvious biblical annotation. So I'm curious to see if that yeah. plays in actually, or it's just a fun little thing. He's like, we're going to call her Mary. Just for shits and giggles, yeah. Because we've got I, we, we've off. got our Eve, we got our Eve, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I I watched the um, promo for next week. It does seem to be like coming to a head, like battle wise and action wise. But well, I would hope so. Um, There's only two episodes left. Yeah, and they're both airing next week. So, um, yep. I mean, we're coming to the end of it now. Um, I really, um, I really need to see Pam again. I really need Pam to be brought back. I'm not sure how that's going to oh, happen, Pan's, right? Pam's, Pam's got to show up. Pam's, Pam somehow, she told him, go to Asriel. I don't know how you're going to get there, but figure it out. Which reminds yeah. me, there was one more thing that confused the hell out of me. When Will is talking to his father, and he says oh, yeah, so to him, I. you know, you, you have you have a demon. She's suffering. You need to get to her. I I guided her to Azriel. How the hell did you guide his demon to Azriel when you were already dead when he was separated from his demon that he didn't even know he had? Which he doesn't have because in his world, your your soul is like not existing but as I think a separate does, animal like that. Right, but when he when the the um, the ferryman told Will, he's like, you may not think you have a demon, but you're gonna feel it. 
when we once we get yeah. to a certain oh, point yeah, yeah, yeah. and you're going to realize yeah. and, and, and will and her even have that conversation he's like i didn't know i was gonna you know even it was there and now i i feel like i've known her all along well because if so if i think demon, if your demon is your soul then of course he has right. one right it just exists right. inside him, like connected to him in a way that right. in a different way stand differently yeah exactly but I think it's because I think I think I have a I feel like based on a conversation with his father, when he crossed over to Lindsay, I feel like he's going to have a physical demon now. Yeah. Um, but how the yeah, hell did he, he guide was. her to Azriel when, when he was dead. already dead by the time Will lost his demon by crossing the River Styx? Well, Harry, I mean, I don't love the whole part where John Perry is Japari the shaman who's like this, like, like, it's like, what he, like, I don't know, I'm like, wait, he joined the Grateful Dead? Like, I just feel like he, like, <laughs> like John Perry, Japari, all that is like, maybe yeah. in the book that played out better, right, as a mystery that we had to follow. But when, 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 in, in, when, what's his name? Lee Scoresby's like, wait, your father is John Perry? John Perry. John Perry. Japari. What? I know him. I was like, oh, my God, really? This is the dialogue yeah. I've got to watch with this guy, right? Well, I, um, you know what it is? I think part of the problem is his father was very short-lived on the show. We, we saw him all of, what, maybe two, two and a half, maybe three mm-hmm. episodes, and it was just pieces. Yeah. Yeah. Um, his father was not a very in, uh, integral part. And I feel like, you know, that, again, that might be something they spent more time on in the books. And there's only so much you can yeah. do on TV, especially when you have time constraints yeah. and episode count and money. Yeah. And COVID. Yeah. Like, like this is all shot. Yeah. This is shot COVID wise. And yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, look, I still like this show, but these were not the two oh, yeah. episodes. All right. Well. I think, I, yeah, and I, yeah, I think, I think that episode seven is is going to be really good. I think half of, and then I think it'll be interesting thing how see how they do it. Um, whether it's wrapped up in seven and then eight is kind of where are we now type of thing, or if it's going to be like an episode and half of the battle. And then the last half hour wrap up. Yeah. So That'll be interesting to see also. Should be yeah. good though. Should be yeah. good. So. All, All right. right. Well, I think that does it for us this week. Yes. Two shows and we still we talk for an hour and a half. I know. Well, I mean, you know, it was four episodes of two shows. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To be fair. Right. Yeah. So All right. All right. Well, until next week, enjoy Christmas. You too. And uh, have a good Merry Christmas. I hope Santa's good. Do it again next week. Although you only have one who's Santa Claus age right now, right? No, he knows. They all know. I'm so happy. How old is he? How old is he? He's nine. Oh, your youngest is nine. Yeah. Yeah, Damon's nine. So so he's done with the Santa thing. So you have to wake up and like do that at seven in the morning. No, he's or probably still gonna wake us up in the bus rack, but honestly, yeah. personally, I I would like to, I would like to do Christmas Eve so that nobody has to worry about the morning anymore. But I was outvoted. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, you know what happens uh-huh. when 
when I was a, when I was a uh, kid, um, my mom got the flu really bad over Christmas one year, and mm-hmm. she was like, "We are." She's like, "I am not getting up early in the morning." She's like, "We're going to do Christmas tonight <laughs> on Christmas Eve." Oh yeah. And and yeah. after that year, that's just what we did every year because you know you get to a certain age and you know the getting up and running out and seeing the Christmas tree doesn't have the same effect. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, Artie, hell, Artie came to me earlier this year, and he's like, when he, because he, he had his first job this summer working at the uh, rec center, and he goes, I don't want anything for Christmas. He goes, I want a car. And I was like, I started, I thought, oh, that's so wait, cute. Like you think you're going to take <laughs> No, Artie, no, he's going to be 16 in a month. Oh, in New York, you can start to drive, right? I'm from Jersey, yeah. you can't drive yep. yet. Yeah. But yeah, he was like, oh, I was like, oh, that's so cute. You think you're gonna, you think you're gonna buy a car with with your summer job? That's adorable. <laughs> that is funny. Um, we also, when we were old enough, um, we switched to New Year's Eve. My mother, being the child of Irish immigrants, they did Christmas Eve as their, you know, main mm. Christmas, and when they got presents and whatever. So when we became old enough. Um, uh, we switched to like doing all, Christmas Eve, also being my mother's birthday. We switched to like doing it all on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, uh, um, and then you gotcha. can sleep in on Christmas Day. Yeah, exactly. So, so, yeah. So, all right. Well, have a good time with the fam. All right. Um, oh yeah. And we'll talk next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. Have a good night. All right. Thank night. you, everybody, everybody out there in podcast land. Hope everybody enjoys their holiday, whatever it is you celebrate, and uh, good night. Bye.